Now we turn to Country Weekly, where we will be reading from country music news sources found online. As always, I'm your host, Ken Dawkins, and as a reminder, Radio Eye is a reading service intended for people who are blind or have other disabilities that make it difficult to read printed material. We'll begin with the first article, dated January 24th, from cmt.com. Starting off, Chris Stapleton, set to sing the national anthem at Super Bowl 57. Chris Stapleton will represent the country music genre at the Super Bowl. Before the top NFL game goes to head-to-head, the eight-time Grammy Award winner will tackle the national anthem on February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. The crooner turned to social media early Tuesday to spread the exciting news. Watch Chris Stapleton perform the national anthem at Super Bowl 57 on Fox, read the caption. Notable names in the industry and fans flocked to the comments to congratulate the hitmaker, of course. I am here for this, said Lindsay L. Oh man, this is going to be hot, shared a follower. I do not watch football, but I will be watching Chris sing and honor our national anthem, added another. Several country music singers have scored the prestigious gig in the past. Most recently, Mickey Guyton delivered the Star-Spangled Banner with a powerful gospel choir that pushed for inclusivity and diversity. In 2021, Eric Church performed the patriotic hymn alongside R&B artist Jasmine Sullivan, where their harmonies left spectators with chills at Raymond's, that's Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Luke Bryan in 2017, Carrie Underwood in 2010, The Chicks in 03, Faith Hill in 2000, Garth Brooks 93, and Charlie Pride 74 also made grand appearance to kick off football's biggest night. According to a press release, the U.S. Navy will conduct a flyover during the national anthem to commemorate 50 years of women flying in the armed forces. Female aviators will be part of the formation. Stapleton is slated to join a star-studded lineup. R&B hitmaker Babyface will belt out America the Beautiful as Colin Denny will sign, sing the ballad. Abbott Elementary and Tony Award-nominated actress Cheryl Lee Ralph will sing a rendition of Lift Every Voice and Sing. The organization previously announced that Rihanna would headline the Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show, produced by Jay-Z's Rock Nation and Jesse Collins. Following the once-in-a-lifetime performance, Stapleton will join country legend George Strait for a short stadium tour. Again, Super Bowl 57 will start at 6.30 p.m., of course, on February 12th. Next, Blake Shelton opens up about leaving The Voice and the keepsake they owe him. Blake Shelton has spent over a decade working on NBC's The Voice, making him the only coach to appear in all 22 seasons. The singer-songwriter, with nine champion titles, previously announced his exit from the hit competition show after season 23. The hitmaker recently told People that he wouldn't leave the iconic set without one sentimental keepsake, his big red chair. I don't know if they're going to offer that or not. I feel like they owe me a damn chair, though. Shelton shared with the publication. I mean, who else can sit in my chair? It's like the three bears. I don't want anybody else sitting in my chair. I'm going to try to get that away from them. Maybe I'll have to buy it or something. The God's Country singer said he's ready to negotiate and fight for his prized possession. I'm sure they're going to say, well, the only thing you took was a lot of our money, so you should be happy with that, he jokingly noted. He continued to point out that the enormous piece of furniture won't match perfectly with his current home decor, that he shares with pop star wife and judge Gwen Stefani. 
Shelton doesn't care that the memento won't look aesthetically pleasing in their luxury estate. Well, that doesn't matter, said Shelton, because it built the home, so it deserves a spot. The vocalist joined the first season in 2011, where he participated in a star-studded panel of judges comprised of Adam Levine, Christina Aguilera, and CeeLo Green. Shelton and Stefani initially met while taping season 7 in 2014. At the time, the two were married to their previous spouses, Gavin Rossdale and country sensation Miranda Lambert. In 2015, the Lovebirds confirmed their relationship status. However, it wasn't until 2020 that Shelton popped the question. The singers tied the knot in 21 at Shelton's private Tishomingo Ranch. Shelton said that, they, uh, that saying goodbye to the show that changed the trajectory of his life was not an easy decision. The platinum, uh, platinum selling artist mentioned that the competition show had brought his music career to new heights. When I started on The Voice, that was 10 years into my career as a country artist. I never really made it to the A level of country artists until I became the coach, revealed Shelton. The show did a hell of a lot more for me than I brought to the table at the time. I far exceeded anything I thought I could ever accomplish in the entertainment world. Shelton's last rodeo on season 23 will air in 2023 and will include a new roundup of judges. Kelly Clarkson will return to the spotlight after taking a short hiatus as Nail Horan and Chance the Rapper will appear for the first time. While wrapping up his time on The Voice, Shelton has channeled his energy into other business ventures. As he embarks on his Back to the Honky Tonk Tour in mid-February, his new celebrity drinking game show, Barmageddon with Carson Daly, will continue to air on USA Network. Meanwhile, he is also slated to open Ole Red location in Las Vegas. Go big or go home. Vegas is in need of some damn good country music, and we're going to bring it to them, Shelton wrote on Instagram. According to People, Shelton's bar and restaurant will open their doors in the fourth quarter of this year, the Sin City Hotspot will mark Shelton's sixth Ole Red location. Moving on, Brad Paisley joins Rebuild Ukraine program United 24. Brad Paisley has never shied away from jumping in to help when he sees a need. Tuesday, he revealed he had joined United 24 as an ambassador to support the Rebuild Ukraine program. President of Ukraine Vladimir Zelensky launched United24 as the main venue for collecting charitable donations. This was in support of rebuilding and restoring homes damaged by the current war. The uh, reconstruction plan is the largest rebuilding project in Ukraine since World War II. I'm not alone in wanting to help Ukraine, Paisley said in a statement. Like a lot of people in America, until now I haven't been sure exactly how to lend a hand over there uh, from the U.S., I count myself very lucky to have been given a platform that will allow me to do that very thing. As an American, I see how very similar we are, how we share so many common values with these brave people in Ukraine, and I'm focusing my efforts on helping Ukrainian families rebuild and return to their homes. Russia invaded Ukraine, obviously, 11 months ago. This isn't the first time Paisley's jumped in to help Ukraine citizens impacted by the invasion. Last year, he supported Ukraine by participating in the Ukraine Answering the Call charity telethon broadcast in primetime in the USA. I'm happy that you decided to join, especially the Rebuild Ukraine program, Zelensky said. Many people's lives have been destroyed. Now we need to work with as many famous people as possible who will draw attention to the restoration of homes for Ukrainians who've suffered from the war. United24 has collected more than $260 million from citizens of 110 countries worldwide in its first eight months of operation.
Next, Carly Pierce joins forces with Cole Swindell to sing Never Say Never at Luke Bryan's Crash My Playa. Carly Pierce has escaped Music City to knock back margaritas with her boyfriend, Riley King, and to collaborate with Cole Swindell at Luke Bryan's Music Festival in Paradise. The Country on Singers annual Crash My Playa event wrapped up at the Moon Palace Resort in Cancun on January 22nd. The four-day affair included performances from Chris Stapleton, Cole Swindell, Ashley McBride, Brian Kelly, Dylan Scott, DJ Rock, Kendall Marvell Pierce, and an appearance from fellow American Idol judge Lionel Richie. Meanwhile, Dustin Lynch closed out the star-studded weekend with one of his famous pool parties. I think any time people can be up in the cold in the United States or wherever they're, uh, they're at in this world, and it's cold and dreary, you can come down to Mexico and get in the ocean. And it's like 85 degrees. You can stand there with your toes in the sand and listen to great country music. And every year we have new artists that show up, Brian told Universal Music Group. I love the fact that we get a lot of t- new talent down here. Some artists that are just getting their career going. And the fact that Dustin Lynch does his pool party every year, it's one of the most amazing moments of the week. I think the fans get down there and have a blast. We try to make it more fun every year. In the midst of the action-packed weekend, ticket holders received a surprise performance from Pierce and Swindell. The songstress turned to social media late Sunday evening to share a short snippet of the electric rendition of Never Say Never. I had so much fun singing with you, Cole Swindell, Crash My Playa, wrote Pence in the caption. Appreciate you coming out there with us. Pierce confidentially tackled Laney's, or confidently, I should say, tackled Laney Wilson's part of Never Say Never, and joined Swindell on the explosive chorus. As the breeze from the ocean blew through Pierce's blonde locks, she put a twist on the track with her recognizable crescendos and riffs. While Swindell's guitarist broke into a solo, the two received a boisterous response from the crowd. I never say never with you, I end up together with you, it's hell and it's heaven with you, baby. Anything's possible, the highs are unstoppable, they belt from the catwalk. We're so uncontrollable, it's crazy, we say we won't and then we do. You're all I want, I never say never with you. The steamy single that conveys a story about two ex-lovers with undeniable chemistry lives on Swindell's critically acclaimed album Stereotype. The country crooner co-wrote Never Say Never alongside Chase McGill, Jesse Alexander, and Jesse Lay Alexander. After 23 weeks on both the media base and Billboard Country Airplay chart, the smoldering track peaked at number one. Never Say Never served as Swindell's 11th number one single, as it became Wilson's second career uh, chart-topping track. The two hitmakers performed the fan favorite at the 2022 CMT Music Awards in the pouring rain in the heart of Nashville. The unexpected duet at Crash My Playa marked Pierce's first show of 23. Following her show-stopping set, the vocalist enjoyed Mexico with her former Major League Baseball player boyfriend. King jumped on Instagram to share a glimpse of their tropical getaway. The string of snapshots featured the two embracing with the country's culture, relaxing seaside and tableside performance at an elegant restaurant. Grateful is an understatement, said King. What a special week spent in paradise with my best friend. Pierce previously mentioned that Brian's tropical extravaganza has always been on her bucket list. I've been telling Luke for years I want to go to crash my playa, and so he told me, all right, you're going to go. I promise, I promise. I will always have... FOMO that I'm not there, she shared with Big Machine Label Group. Luke is one of the craziest, funniest people I've ever met in my life. The quick vacation arrived just in time as the What He Didn't Do artist will embark on Blake Shelton's
back to the Honky Tonk Tour in mid-February. Next, Brooks and Dunn reveal 2023 tour dates with Scotty McCreary. Brooks and Dunn plan to pull on their cowboy boots once again in 23 as the Country Music Hall of Fame duo revealed their plans for 17 new dates of their reboot tour in 23. The tour first launched in 2021 before continuing into 22 and now this year. Last year we all reminded, we were all reminded just how much fun it is to walk out on stage and share the night with you. We love what we do, but we're just surfing your wave. Can't wait, Kicks Brooks said in a statement. The duo added on Instagram, the Brooks and Dunn posse rides again, more excited to hit the big stage than we have been at all. Unbelievable band of friends and you. Together, let's rock the house. Scotty McCreary will be a direct tour support for the duo. McCreary added in a statement, having been a huge fan of their music all my life, Going out on the road with Kicks and Ronnie is a dream come true for me, McCreary explains. I can't wait for this tour to begin. The new leg of the tour will begin May 4th in Kansas City at T-Mobile Center and conclude in McCreary's home state on June 17th in Greensboro, North Carolina at Greensboro Coliseum. The tour is named after the duo's 2019 collaboration album Reboot, which includes the men singing with artists including Luke Combs, Kane Brown, Cody Johnson, and John Party. Tickets to the Reboot Tour go on sale to the general public uh, this weekend. And that's important because they will be in Lexington at Rupp Arena on May 11th. Now we move over to countrynow.com with the first article dated January 24th. First up, Garth Brooks says 2023 will be the busiest year of his career. Hold on to your cowboy hats because Brooks is ready to take 2023 by storm. During an appearance on his Monday night Facebook live stream Inside Studio G, the Country Music Hall of Famer explained that his schedule is filling up fast. Even though it may sound a bit overwhelming, he assured his fans that he's looking forward to everything that's in the works. You know, you never try and hype anything because you want to be trusted when you speak, Brooks said during the live video chat. Tell you right now, this will be the busiest year of our career. The busiest year. There are going to be so many things happening this year. So much stuff happening. 2023 is going to be extremely busy for us. And busy, hopefully, means we're having fun because we have the most fun of anybody on the planet. While he was a bit vague on the details at first, Brooks did share that he definitely has plans to record some new music throughout the year. The studio is going to be wide open this year, which means we're going to go in and just do a lot of things that probably never will see the light of day, he said. But I'm going to be honest with you, those are my favorite sessions right there. We'll figure out what works and what doesn't work. Things will officially kick into high gear starting in May when the Thunder Rolls singer-songwriter embarks on his new headlining Las Vegas residency, Garth Brooks Plus One. Brooks' show will take place at the 4,100-seat the Coliseum at Caesars Palace in the heart of the famed Las Vegas Strip. Garth Brooks plus one tickets kicks off on May 18th and will continue through June, July, November, and December. Vegas is the place where anything goes, and the Coliseum at Caesars is the heart of it, Brooks said in a press release. The perfect combination to present a show that will not only push the envelope, it's going to shred it. Brooks promises his Vegas residency will give fans the opportunity to see him in an intimate setting on the Coliseum stage where he plans to deliver a once-in-a-lifetime performance each and every night. Each show will be unique and no two shows will be the same with varying band members and an occasional special guest. 
Whether it be one fiddle player, percussion, and background vocals, or the whole band, each song, as well as every performance, will be a special and a shared experience night after night for Garth and his audience. Since announcing the news of his 27-show residency in partnership with Caesars Entertainment and Live Nation, the demand for tickets skyrocketed. As a result, it has been decided that the run will extend through 2024. The new shows will be revealed in May of 23 around the opening of the residency. My whole life I've heard the saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, thanks to God and the people, ours was. Truly grateful and unapologetically excited, Brooks gushed. In addition, fans are still eagerly awaiting the grand opening of Brooks' Friends in Low Places Bar, which is located on Nashville's Broadway. No official date has been announced for the opening, but the bar's website and social media pages indicate that updates will hopefully be shared in the near future. The two-time Grammy winner first announced the plans for the new Honky Tonk over the summer, sharing a look at the logo and the name which was inspired by his hit song, Friends in Low Places. It's a classic honky-tonk, he previously told CMT. It's what I grew up in. It's a bar along one wall, a bar along another wall, and the rest is just space to dance and do whatever you want to do. In April, Brooks shared a photo of the bar on Instagram with the caption, Have any of my friends in low places hanging out on Broadway seen this yet? Nashville, I can't wait for this weekend. Before heading off to Las Vegas, Brooks will appear at Austin City Limits Live at the Moody Theater on April 27th. Now we scoot on over to theboot.com with the first article, dated January 25th. Leading off, Brandy Carlisle, Luke Combs to perform at the 2023 Grammy Awards. Brandy Carlisle and Luke Combs will help represent the best of country and Americana music at the 65th Annual Grammy Awards. The two talents are among this year's list of performers revealed early uh, on uh, Wednesday. Carlisle, a six-time Grammy Award winner, is up for an impressive seven nominations, including Album of the Year and Best Americana Album for In These Silent Days. You and Me on the Rock, the second single from Dave Cobb and Shooter Jennings' co-produced project, is also in the running for Best Americana Performance, Best Rock Performance, and Record of the Year. Combs, uh, Combs snagged three nominations at this year's ceremony, including Best Country Song for Doing This, Best Country Duo uh, Group Performance for Outrunning Your Memory, and Best Country Album for his third studio record, Growing Up. The North Carolina native previously earned two nominations, including the coveted title of Best New Artist in 2019, but he has yet to win his first Grammy. The pair are among an eclectic mix of nominees set to take the stage during the live telecast, which includes performances from Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, Steve Lacey, Lizzo, Kim Petras, and Sam Smith. The 2023 Grammy Awards will be held Sunday, February 5th at 8 o'clock Eastern at Los Angeles Live from Crypto.com Arena. Their ceremony, hosted by Trevor Noah, will be broadcast live on CBS and available to stream via Paramount+. Next, Nickel Creek to release Celebrants, their first new album in nine years. It's been nearly a decade since award-winning trio Nickel Creek released a new album, but that's all about to change. On March 24th, members Chris Tile, uh, Sarah Watkins, and Sean Watkins will share Celebrants, their 18-track comeback LP, via 30 Tigers. The project was recorded at Nashville's historic RCA Studio A and produced by Eric Valentine, 
who also worked on the band's 2014 record, A Dotted Line. The collection of songs is thematically centered around the connections and experiences we all share, including the passage of time and its effects on ever-evolving relationships. This is a record about embracing the friction inherent in real human connection. We begin the record yearning for and pursuing harmonious connection, the band explains. We end the record having realized that truly harmonious connection can only be achieved through the dissonance that we've spent our entire uh, adult lives trying to avoid. To coincide with the album announcement, Nickel Creek has shared the celebrant's cut Strangers, which examines the strange dynamic shared between those trying to rebuild a former bond. This song is an exploration of the ostensibly rewarding but often awkward, even excruciating act of catching up with an old friend, the trio notes. Can the connection be reforged? Should it be? Nickel Creek will mark the release of their long-awaited fifth studio album with three sold-out performances at Nashville's Ryman Auditorium on April 27th through the 29th. Additional tour dates in support of Celebrants are expected to be announced in the coming weeks. The track list, if you're interested, Celebrants, Strangers, Water Under the Bridge Part 1, The Meadow, Thinnest Wall, Going Out, Holding Pattern, Where the Long Line Leads, Goddamn Saint, Stone's Throw, Goddamn Saint, Reprise, From the Beach, To the Airport, Despite the Weather, Hollywood Ending, New Blood, Water Under the Bridge Part 2, and Failure Isn't Forever. Moving on, Rustin Kelly reveals 2023 The Weakness Tour dates. Singer-songwriter Rustin Kelly will embark on a lengthy headlining tour this spring, and this is in support of his upcoming third album, The Weakness, out April 7th. The 34-year-old talent will visit cities across the U.S., beginning right here in Kentucky on April 12th with a performance at the Mercury Ballroom in Louisville. The 30-day trek includes stops in New York City, Seattle, Cleveland, Philadelphia, L.A., and Houston, before wrapping up with a special set at Nashville's Ascend Amphitheater on June 2nd. Kelly has tapped an eclectic mix of talent for support on the tour, including a set from Jenny Lewis at his final date in Nashville. Indie rocker Annie DeRusso, New York City-based outfit Purr, Americana duo Briscoe, and Colorado indie folk band Richie Mitch and the Coal Miners will also perform on select dates. Uh, tickets for all performances will go on sale uh, this weekend. VIP packages, which include exclusive entry into an intimate soundcheck performance and Q&A session, are on sale now. Next, Marshall Tucker, namesake of the Marshall Tucker Band, dies at 99. The Marshall Tucker Band uh, are mourning the loss of the man who lent their group his name. Marshall Tucker, a blind piano tuner who hailed from South Carolina, died last Friday at the age of 99. The Southern Rock Group, founded by Toy Caldwell, Doug Gray, Jerry Eubanks, George McCorkle, Paul Riddle, and Tommy Caldwell, shared a remembrance of Tucker on social media after learning of his death. We are saddened to hear of the passing of someone very special to our hearts for obvious reasons, they wrote on January 21st. Our band's namesake, Mr. Marshall Tucker, passed away peacefully yesterday morning. The band also issued a full statement that reflected on their group's history with Tucker, who was a talented pianist but never played with the Marshall Tucker Band. In fact, he was never even a professional performer at all. In the early days, when we were rehearsing in an old house in Spartanburg, South Carolina, we found a keychain inscribed with his name. We needed a name right away, and the rest is history. Uh, Marshall was blind since birth, but amazingly could play the heck out of the piano. He always said his talent was simply God-given, 
He tuned pianos in South Carolina for decades. We are thankful for the life he lived, the band statement concludes, sending blessings to his wife and to his family. The social media tribute also includes a snapshot of Tucker sitting at his piano, his hand on the keys. Though the Marshall Tucker Band have always been primarily a rock band, they've had country connections throughout their career. In recent years, they toured with acts like Charlie Daniels and Travis Tripp. Waylon Jennings and Zach Brown Band have both had charting country singles with covers of Marshall Tucker Band's 1973 hit, Can't You See? Earlier in January, the band kicked off their 50th anniversary tour. The Marshall Tucker Band's current iteration consists of Marcus James Henderson, Rick Willis, Chris Hicks, and B.B. Borden. Next, Zach Bryan sets headlining 2023 Burn, Burn, Burn tour. Zach Bryan is taking off on a major headlining tour this summer, and he's putting his commitment to providing fair prices to fans into action. The Something in the Orange singer announced Thursday that his Burn, Burn, Burn North American tour will kick off Wednesday, May 10th at John Paul Jones Arena in Charlottesville, Virginia. The tour boasts 28 headlining dates, none of them near us, It will travel throughout the U.S. mainly, with one date in Canada. Most of the shows will take place at indoor arenas, with the exception of a two-night stand at Denver's Red Rocks Amphitheater in June. The run will close out on August 30th in Kansas City. Brian is committed to providing reasonable ticket prices for fans, and he even called out Ticketmaster's practices with his recent live album, All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. Now he's making good on his promise by offering tickets through Fair uh, Fair AXS, This system will prohibit ticket resellers from buying a large volume of tickets and reselling them for profit. Brian sent a text to fans prior to the public announcement of his tour explaining the process of purchasing tickets. Here's what you guys need to know. For the love of God, don't overthink it. Then don't complain about 40 different things, he says. This is the first time anyone's doing anything like this, so have some grace. The singer also shared a humorous 90s infomercial-type video featuring Theo Vaughn, which explains the ticket-buying system. While tickets purchased to Brian's shows on Fair AXS cannot be resold for profit, fans who buy tickets to a show but can no longer attend may resell tickets on the Zach Bryan AXS marketplace for face value. Brian concludes the text to his fans writing, We're out here fighting the good fight with these human snakes over a tic- uh, Ticketmaster. Good luck, and here's fair prices to all. And we've got a little time for this week's list, the top 10 Joshua Headley songs from The Boot. Country singer-songwriter Headley is known for putting a modern on the genre's traditionalist sound, often accompanied by fiddle and weeping steel guitars. The multi-talented Florida native stands firmly devoted to keeping country music's early sound alive. Headley started playing honky-tonks in Nashville when he was 19. During those early years, he honed his sound and carved his own space in the city's creative community. He also earned a reputation as a sought-after fiddle player over the years. He's performed alongside some of Music's biggest talents, including Justin Earl, uh, Justin Towns Earl and Margot Price. Number 10, according to The Boot, Counting All My Tears. Number 9, Country and Western. Number 8, Mr. Jukebox. Joshua Headley's number 7 song, according to The Boot, Broke Again. Number 6, Broken Man from 2018. Weird Thought Thinker is number 5. The Boot says his number four song, Down to My Last Lie. Number three, River in the Rain. Number two, Old Habits. And Joshua Headley's number one, uh, one song, according to The Boot, Neon Blue. The title track of Headley's latest album has quickly become one of his signature songs. 
the infectious boot-tapping track which Headley co-wrote with James Carson Chamberlain and Wyatt McCubbin tells the story of a honky-tonk romance gone wrong. Well, this concludes the reading of Country Weekly for this week. If you have any comments or suggestions about the program, kindly call us at 859-422-6390. Thank you for joining me. And on behalf of everyone here at Radio I, this is Ken Dawkins wishing you a great day.